0: Hey, Bar Babble Squad. Welcome back to another episode of Bar Babble. What is your drink of choice for today's episode? Um, It's your girl Lucy here just drinking a green juice. I know that's kind of like a weird concoction or cocktail to kind of uh, start the episode, but I started my morning just with a nice workout, and I just wanted to kind of get into the healthy vibes, especially right after, you know, the Thanksgiving festivities. I've been eating nonstop mashed potatoes, turkey, and mac and cheese, and so I just felt like I kind of needed a green juice boost, per se, before we get into Christmas, since I do celebrate Christmas and New Year and January is my birthday month. So, you know, if I can squeeze in a green juice or two, then why not? So whether you're drinking a green juice just like me or whether it's a cocktail, girl, put yourself another drink because I don't know what kind of week you're having, whether it's a fantastic week. Things are stressful. I know during the holidays, it can be a little bit stressful, hectic, not just with work because you're you're basically... Uh, compressing work in in kind of in three weeks or even in three days, If especially if you're going to be away for the holidays, if you plan to be out of office. You know, there's so many different launches, like obviously the Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday launches. If you're in e-commerce, you're trying to get, you know, all the orders out in time to make sure that everyone gets their presence in time. So, And also the stress of kind of just the holidays itself. I don't know if anybody has as, felt that recently or always feels that but I was reading an article recently um, about this uh, from the psychologist and she basically said like yeah like if you're feeling a little bit low or if you're feeling stressed out like it is a stressful time of the year especially since last year a lot of us we couldn't see our family face to face and many people now are seeing their family face to face you know over a year two years and you know we just feel a little bit things have changed whether We've gained a little bit of the pandemic weight, whether we lost weight, whether we got sick, whether, you know, we lost our jobs, whether we shifted careers, whether we had a baby, we didn't have a baby, like there are so many different changes. And so it's very stressful to see, you know, the aunts and uncles that are very intrusive. I know that a lot of you can relate to that, like are asking you, like, when are you getting married? When are you having a baby? Like, oh, you had a baby or you you got married. How come I wasn't invited? Or like you gained weight, you lost weight or how come you're not eating? this and that like there's so many different questions and you know people sometimes they can come from a very loving place um but you know when it comes to family loved ones friends sometimes we just get so overwhelmed with all of the you know emotions and the the pressure or just kind of like um just society itself so if you've been feeling that like I just want you to take a moment like we did the other podcast episode to kind of arrive to this babble you know pour yourself a cup of of tea whatever that makes you cozy you know i want this place to be a safe place where we can just babble together i know that the whole the whole um ambiance is is meeting me in a virtual bar but you know this is our bar this is how we want to make it you know what i'm saying like if you want to kick off your your boots and put on your your cozy socks and just have a blanket and, and have a cocktail why not like just chat with your girl Lucy. So, as you can see with today's episode, we're gonna be talking about what is the number one trend that will never go to out of style in business and in life. So, as you know, we talk about a lot of things in business, in personal self development, in marketing. And so, I thought that this was so relevant, especially since a few episodes ago, we talked about TikTok, why I'm not on TikTok. And if you haven't caught up on that, feel free to check that episode out. Um, and, you know, and I also talked about why TikTok is very important for a lot of business owners out there if you are still considering it or how to navigate it or how to be successful or just how to create content about it. So feel free to check that episode out if you have not. But I just thought that in terms of we're talking about so many different things. And on that episode, we also talked about social media and branding secrets for the holiday e-commerce brand since I did attend two worldwide conferences that basically came out with a statistic report for the upcoming holiday season, um, what's been going on, the trends that have been going on within the past year, and forecasting the trends for 2022 and beyond. So feel free to catch up on that if you are kind of in the middle of your brand audit, if you're getting ready for quarter one for next year, if you're also kind of doing things last minute within your business for this quarter alone. So check that out. Lots of juicy, you know, details about what I think about TikTok, what is the purpose of TikTok, and obviously, you know, the branding and social media secrets for your business. So I just thought that it's so relevant to talk about what is the number one trend, because obviously what makes TikTok so hot is it's it's basically a trending social media platform where it creates trends and it goes by really quickly. Just the other day, I'm not on TikTok, as I mentioned, but I do enjoy Reels on, so on Instagram, which is basically Instagram's way like their own version of TikTok and so I am a fan of that um and that's like I've just always been a fan of Instagram like once I understood Instagram I think my top two favorite social media apps are Instagram and Pinterest (laughs) Pinterest because it's like I get so much inspiration um I love also finding blogs on there um whether it's inspiration for outfits hair um accessories, uh, fashion, but also cooking, and also self-development blogs as well. So I just like Pinterest for that, and Instagram as well. So I enjoy Instagram. I've been enjoying Instagram for the past, I don't know, decade or so. I I don't really know how long I've been on it, but once I understood it, once I got a hang of it, and obviously throughout the evolution of social media, Instagram, and the world, i just always enjoyed Instagram. And so I do enjoy the reels on Instagram because I do love seeing the the quick recipes. I love kind of like different outfit ideas or little tidbits. I do follow a lot of like... Um, these psych coaches, these um, these women entrepreneurs that talk about like boundaries and self-development and, and therapy for women. So I really like that because it's very concise information. And there are obviously, it's not just like random TikToks or whatever it is that just give you know, bullshit advice. It's actual women who have a PhD who are trained in psychology and personal development and and you know, all of that. And you know I'm, that's something that's just been a passion of mine. That's kind of like why OFM is OFM and Bar Babble is Bar Babble is because not only do we talk about marketing and business, but we do sprinkle a little bit of personal development, which is something that is very unique and revolutionary. So I just wanted to talk about trends, right? And so what makes TikTok so popular is the quick and fast turnaround of trends. It's like, when I was on a reel, like I mentioned, I know that I kind of went on a tangent. Um, I, I, I don't know why, but I was like, wait, what is that song the other day? Like there was a, a trend and I couldn't remember the song. And I know that you could save audio and things like that, but then I'm like, where did that song go? Like, I really enjoy that song and I couldn't even find it anymore. And I couldn't even think of the lyrics in order for me to type it into Google or YouTube for me to find it. And I just realized that these trends go so quick. Like within one week, sometimes it's like when I'm on a reel, there's a whole new trend out there. Right. So it goes by so fast where I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be a long term thing in that conference. And even in that podcast episode, when they did share the secrets about TikTok and how if you're not on TikTok, you better go on it. Something that I found recently was Adele. If you're a friend of Adele, she's a singer. She came out with her uh, new CD30 what was so amazing about her was she's like, I'm not on TikTok. And, you know, she's like, she even said, people were saying, like, you should make a song for TikTok so that it can go viral. People can make trends and blah, blah, blah. And, yes, there are a lot of artists out there where their songs have gone viral. And that's how they were able to escalate, which is amazing for them. But something that I liked in one of those interviews, I don't know if it was with Oprah or it was with another magazine or, or somewhere else. But she said, my audience is not on TikTok. My audience is for the 30 to 40 year olds that are going through a divorce or going through a breakup and that want to listen to me and go through that heartbreak and that are going through therapy. They're not on TikTok. And that's exactly why I related to that so much because that's exactly what I I tell people. I've had a lot of colleagues that tell me you should get on camera, you should do this. And I am working on something right now that I don't want to release yet until I'm ready to release it because I'm still kind of fine tuning the details to really make it really successful and intentional, and so I tell people, like, people tell me all the time, like, you have to have these branded photo shoots, like, you should show your face more, but I'm, like, my audience doesn't give a fuck about how I look like. They give a fuck about the value that I bring to the table, like, okay, OFM, Lucy, what can you do for my business, and, um, this is what I can do. I like, provide strategies. It's not about having like, you know, these and selfies of me having an old fashioned cocktail. What is that? Like as Meryl Streep would say, or Miranda Priestley in the devil was Prada, how groundbreaking like flowers in the springtime, like me with an old fashioned cocktail, like sipping an old fashioned and just having a brand photo at a bar and just putting that on, you know, the bar babble podcast cover. Like that's just so obvious. So obviously I'm thinking of, other other intentional unique ways that I can really be me and put a sprinkle of Lucy, obviously, you know, bringing that face to face connection on the virtual world, but not being so like, okay, that was so obvious, you know, like, I'm, I'm thinking in a different level. Um, And so, yeah, so in terms of trends, If you love TikTok and you're like, oh my God, Lucy, like you have to get on TikTok, I could be wrong. You know, like as the world changes, as, you know, social media even changes, like we could be talking within the next month And TikTok could change, Instagram could change, and I could just be on here and be like, scratch that, this is the new strategy, this is what we're going to be doing, you know, like, things change, and so we have every right to change our minds about certain things, about certain platforms, about our intention, but what I want to talk about is, even though there are so many different trends out there, and even if social media changes, even if the world changes, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now, y'all, like, I was watching CNN, like, that's kind of how I get my daily snippet of the news, is not only do I, um, I subscribe to kind of, um, these newsletters, two newsletters that kind of give me a breakdown of every single kind of like what's been going on in the world in terms of like politics and, and obviously health and shopping and pop culture. So I subscribe to two newsletters that give me, and they're, they're credible, uh, resources. Um, and, um, they're not like just bullshit, like TikTok, whatever. Um, but they're actually like media. And so that's my daily snippet for news. There was a time where I was watching the daily show on a daily. And I was also watching CNN on a daily. I think all of us were watching it at one point. It can get very draining, Um, But that's kind of like how I get the news. And so with everything going on with the state of the world and whether you think we're still in a pandemic or not, whether you think that, you know, the world is back open and we're back to a like normal, quote unquote normal, or like we're fine, we're vaccinated, like whatever you think about that, things change. Everything changes, even trends. But I want to talk about what is the number one trend that will never go out of selling business and life. And the answer is your values. And you're like, Lucy, you've been saying this for, like, all these different episodes. And yes, we get it. That's something that you specialize in. Like, what I like to do is come up with strategies based on a values... Um, base strategy for all of my small business owners, women entrepreneurs, it doesn't matter what type of industry, whether you are another marketing agency, just like me, whether you produce uh, copywriting, or even graphic design, or whether you um, are a photographer, or whether you, um, you know, you sell wellness products, it doesn't matter. But something that I've been finding, even just through my research, when I'm, you know, conducting these strategies for my clients and consultations and, and just even reading on media or even just with attending these conferences, all of them across the board say the same thing. And basically it's the values. What are your core values? People want to like support people that give a shit about something, right? That's how you basically build rapport with your audience. So if you look with, with all these different, um, I guess, brands, think of your number one favorite brand. Why do you like them? Like what is it like that you like absolutely love? Not just the product itself. And if you're that kind of pr- consumer, you're like, yeah, I love the product. It works. But maybe do a little bit of of um, like dive a little bit deeper. Is there something about them that makes them different? Because you can get the same product, right? So let's talk about um, a leisure wear, right? There's so many of leisure wear y'all, right? You have the Sphinx, You got the Kate Hudson brand, the Fabletics, which I've tried years ago. You got um, the Skims, you got the Good Americans, you got all of these different things. And yes, there's different price points. Yes, they kind of sell to um, kind of like just different, um, I guess, lifestyles for, towards women. So to for Fabletics, um, obviously, it's like everything's online and you can purchase this if you're a member and they have all these little cute Um, different um, releases and they've, they've partnered with so many different influencers and skims and things like that and people are raving about them and obviously different price points and budgets but is there something that is different between all of these? Is there something that you're like, I prefer buying you know, Spanx because she, you know, is a woman owned business and she, um, you know, went through all of this, et cetera. Or, you know, I'm a huge fan of Kim Kardashian. I loved how she has evolved from, you know, being just having a reality show to now going to law school or, you know, I love supporting um, whatever brand they're like Kate Hudson or whatever it is, because I love the mission of the brand. Or I love this other brand because everything is vegan. Everything is um, recyclable. Uh, all of the products, even though their their price point is high as much as Skims, which is the Kim Kardashian brand, um, I'm willing to pay for something because I am living a vegan-led lifestyle. Do you see what I just did there? So it's like all of these brands can sell the same things, the same product. They can literally be the same color, look the same, do the same purpose of making us look fantastic or just being comfortable but maybe you're a fan of the owner maybe you're a fan of them of the vision maybe you're a fan of the personality right and so it doesn't matter I think the other day I was looking at one of Kim Kardashian's um brand, I don't know if it's Skims or if it's her makeup line, if it's KKW Beauty, but I think she posted this months ago, and she was like, I'm not going to be posting as much because I'm going through a rebrand. And so as you can see, no matter what it is, whether you are going through a rebrand, and even if your mission does change, because it can change, that's why it's so important to do a yearly audit for your brand. Um, If you are not following me on social media, go ahead and follow us on Old Fashioned Marketing, because for the month of December, I'm going to be giving five tips and even tricks to basically help you revolution. And in one of those posts, I basically talk about doing an audit, right, from an inside out approach. And how to do one of those audits and one of those tips and tricks is basically review your mission statement and what I basically say is read it out loud when you read it out loud do those words still resonate with you right and if it doesn't like a sentence if the whole paragraph or mission or the vision does not resonate with you are there any specific words in that mission statement or even in that vision statement that resonates with you if so highlight them circle them and maybe take it apart You can use those words and really elevate your mission to something different. There are a lot of coaches out there. I think I talked about her in a podcast episode. Her name is Amy Young, where she used to be a dating and love relationship coach. And she has completely shifted her brand to basically coach women and be, like, these fearless women, like, to cut the bullshit of the patriarchy and just whatever fear or boundary, basically the conditioning that society has taught us or even taught our mothers, she's basically breaking barriers and being, like, cut that bullshit. Like, we're not going to be talking about love and relationships. It, it basically starts with a relationship with ourselves as women. And that has to be, like, the what we've been conditioned to believe at, as as women. Like, we have to do all of this nonsense. But she's basically breaking barriers. So it doesn't matter, like, you can completely shift your niche you can completely shift like your perspective or even what you're you're selling if you um you know I talked about this in a different episode where I'm like you can basically sell products or even vice versa you can become a coach and maybe because of your lifestyle you now want to sell products where it's like okay I've been a life coach but now I want to sell um this journal or this agenda and I want to just shift on having e-commerce merch. I don't really want to have so much group coaching maybe I'll take a few clients here and there but I definitely want to just shift on having this journal or this this planner that people can use so there's more access to my content because there's there's only one of you right and so you're like I can probably take five clients per year um, for like a six months journey with me but then for people that want an affordable way to get my content or to get like quote-unquote my coaching, they can purchase my journal where I basically guide them for 60 days. It's almost like the artist way where I basically give them journal prompts and exercises that they can use or they can purchase, you know, my uh, courses on Masterclass or Skillshare or YouTube or Patreon or even like YouTube, YouTube like to subscribe, things like that. So it's like uh, you can completely shift. Your vision can completely shift. You can completely shift from being like selling uh, uh, what is it? Products to now coaching or vice versa. So it doesn't really matter. But people like that know you, people that have worked with you, let's say that you had a client that was a coach of yours. Or I mean, like that was a, a a client that booked a coaching service from you, right? And they've been working with you for over a year. And for some reason, after a year, you've shifted gears a little bit. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna take a step back. And I want to just have YouTube videos for free, but I also want to sell basically merch, which is like I mentioned, like an agenda, a journal, like these courses, etc. And even though maybe your your that client is like, damn, like I really loved working with you one-on-one. You're like, unfortunately, I don't host private coaching classes or sessions anymore, but you can purchase these they're still going to support you because they loved working with you. They loved what you stand for. They love your values. And so what are your values? And so... That's something that like, we wanted to take a step back into analyzing what your values are because I think I mentioned this in another podcast episode previously where I was like, okay, a lot of, of companies, it's like, okay, this is our mission, this is our vision, this, these are our core values on the website or on the orientation day. And then once you're fully trained and once you're you know, in the groove of things, it's almost like those things don't matter. Those things go out the window. And you're like what's important here and, and then you realize that everything is just about the work everything's about the hustle the grind the money the client just being fake and it's all bullshit that's kind of like why I, I don't really i'm not really vibing with the corporate world because that's that's what i ran away from was because of that that bullshit i didn't know that a lot of women listening to this that used to be in corporate or that are still in corporate they understand what i'm talking about. Is it's, everything is so fancy. Everything is just like, yes, work-life balance. Like, yes, we, like, you have a maternity leave. And then it's like, they're expecting you to come back to work or they're bothering you. Like, you know, it's like, there's no boundaries. Like, they don't really necessarily practice what they preach. It's just there to check off a box. Like, yes, we have it as part of our company culture, but they're not consistently and proactively Standing by their words, not standing by their mission, the vision, or even their core values. So that's why I think it's so important. What makes us so different is we are here to really revolutionize the world. Whether you are in corporate, whether you are an accounting firm, whether you are a marketing firm, whether you're an agency, whether you're a YouTuber, whether you do sell notebooks, journals, whether you're a photographer, you sell candles, you sell flowers, it doesn't matter. But what makes you so different because you can be selling the same thing as your competitors are your values. Right, and who are you, and what do you stand for? Because no matter what, even if you've elevated, even if you've shifted gears a little bit, even if your mission has changed, your product or service has changed, or even if you've shifted directions, people want to support the person behind the brand. Whether it's you as a CEO, whether it's you, whether it's the team, whether it's whatever it is, a family, they want to support the mission behind that. And that goes with the values because they're like, oh, I loved working with her. I'm going to like I stand by her. I support her. So I'm going to follow her wherever she goes or he goes. Right. So that is something that will never go out of style are your core values. And if you're like, Lucy, I I really don't know what my core values are as, you know, as an entrepreneur or even as a brand, like why is that so important? So like I mentioned, if you need an example, go ahead to my website and look at the About Me page. And as you can see, our core values for OFM stands for WISC, which is wellness, hospitality, integrity, synergy, and kindness. So those are the five core values that I think that are so important to me as a person but also as a business owner and if you're like okay Lucy like I get it like you have these core values you're listing them but so what? like do i call it, do i call it a day absolutely not we're not done here so if you're if you're struggling right now you're like okay i have my core values i have these important values but i just don't understand what's going to make me so different like what, why is this trend or why is this a great strategy behind my business behind my marketing behind my operations behind behind hiring the correct people like can't i just hire an operations manager place an ad on monster.com or linkedin and call it a day your values basically make or break who you're hiring they dictate who can apply and who can even go to an interview and who you hire right in my questionnaire when i hire people i craft them so um does not just for the purpose of like, okay, what is your experience? Because obviously you're hiring people who can do the job. But I also would rather train somebody if they have the same values or if they are on board with, you know, my mission or with my values, right? So it's like they don't have to necessarily you know, believe in what we're selling or whatever is, because obviously if they're an intern or they're starting out, like they're not, they're most likely, they just need a stepping stone. But I would rather hire somebody that just stands or that, that believes in my brand, that believes in what we're trying to accomplish, that believes in my mission statement and stands by me and the values, because those are the people that I'm like, okay, you're on my team. You're always going to be on my team, no matter what, even if you, go someplace else and you're like, Lucy, I've been here for two years. I'm ready to kind of spread my wings. I'm like, you're still going to be part of the family. Use me as a resource, but they stand by the core values, right? Even if they progress, even if they get promoted, if they, you know, you know, it's a contract job, or even if they go to a different company, I'm going to support them because we have the same core values. We believe in the same thing of what we're trying to to do, right? And so, you're like okay i have my values loose what am i supposed to do identify each one of them and what they mean to you integrity may not mean integrity to this to your competitors wellness may not mean the same thing uh, to you as what you know a different brand that is all about wellness and health, right? Wellness, is there's so many different components. That could be your um, your mental health, your physical health. You can be the type of uh, company that goes on 10K runs and, and donates to charity or plants a tree every single year or makes a donation or kind of has a sponsorship or, you know, Girl Scout situation, like, There are so many different components to those words. So it's so important for you to identify what those values mean to you. And specifically, just like I always say with my number one advice to all my clients from marketing and in life... Be specific with every single thing, because that will help you narrow down exactly what you need to do. So identify what that means to you. So whether it's integrity, whether it's determination, whether it's synergy, whether it's, um, you know, being productive, whether it is time management, whether it's good humor, uh, being responsible. So it's like, for example, a core value is responsibility, right? What does that mean? Does that mean being responsible at work or does it mean being responsible as in like being a good human citizen of like we're an eco-friendly brand? Do you see what I just did there? There are different versions or different definitions of what responsibility means. Responsibility to each other, responsibility to your clients, responsibility to the dolphins, Mother Nature, to the mountains, to you know, cutting down pollution, making sure that all of the things that you're using in the office can compost, can be recyclable, things like that, right? So like clearly identify and specifically identify what those core values mean to you. That is the number one first step after identifying what values are important to you as a person and what you want to bring into your company and brand. Now, the second part is once you really clearly identify what those core values are to you, the next step is maybe just focus on one core values, because it is very intimidating. And if you don't have an uh, operations person, if you don't have an HR person, and you're doing this all yourself, like you are the HR, you are accounting, like you are everything, I completely get it. But if you have the means to hire an operations person or an HR person, that's kind of like what their job is, so go ahead and, and do that, because they can basically help you run that, um, and they can make sure that you're consistently um, articulating those core values into every aspect of your brand internally and externally. But if you're not, and you're just starting right now, and you're brainstorming, you're going through an audit, or if you are kind of more of the hands-on entrepreneur or owner where you're like, I want to be involved in this because this is something that basically speaks my soul, or this it makes my soul sing or this is something that is just like my baby or just like it's me. So I completely get it. And so once you identify your core values, once you identify what those core values mean to you, the next step is to just maybe just pick one. Pick one of those core values that maybe is resonates with you very strongly. So let's let's go with responsibility, right? Um, and you're like, okay, responsibility. I completely define it, Lucy, as being responsible to Mother Earth. Like we have, and obviously you're tying it back to the mission, like we're a wellness company, and we want to make sure that everything that we do and everything that we produce, not just our products, but also what we do internally, is to make sure that we are responsible for saving the the planet and whatever that means to you and so maybe everything that you have or everything that you buy even supplies are recyclable maybe the paper towels that you have are reusable um I recently invested in um, Blue Land, which is a woman-owned company. She's um, an Asian-American woman. She's an entrepreneur. I think she's located here in New York City, but I discovered her through a conference that I attended, and I think she was on Shark Tank, um, but it's basically an eco-friendly brand where um, you basically purchase these cleaning products, so there's one for the bathroom cleaner, m- multi-purpose. There's also a sponge. There's you know things for the laundry, like detergent. Um, there's also, like, these um, washcloths. So instead of using paper towels and throwing it in the trash, like, you can reuse these um, washcloths and just put in the dishwasher and just wash it and just completely washes on its own. So I recently bought it, and I'm so excited to receive it in the mail because I recently saw a review from a YouTuber that was like, oh, I've been using just one tablet. So basically what it is is... You get the the bottle, which I'm assuming is recyclable. It's not made of, of plastic, and then the the cleaner itself are actually tablets. So it's like a like a TUM situation, or what is that called? Like a Pepto? Do you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like it, it's like a tablet, where it dissolves. So you just put water in the bottle, and then you put that tablet, which is like less than $2 I think for each tablet but once you purchase um, the bottle like there's a, like a starter kit on their website for like $16 where you can get like four tablets the bottle itself and I think that's it um, and it's like this huge ass bottle like like um, I think the size of, of a standard Windex and it dissolves and and it basically number one saves space so that you don't have to keep purchasing another bottle like you go to um so like once you're done with windex what do you do with it right it's like you most likely throw it away unless you're likely filling it with you know a bigger type of um bottle or whatever it is You, you get my drift um and it's supposed to last you for a long time so this youtuber she was like We've been using just one tablet for a year. Now, I don't know the context. I don't know if she cleans on a weekly basis. I don't know if she cleans a lot. But she's like, oh, I have a cat. And if my cat has, you know, they throw up, they they accidentally, you know, pee on the carpet. We use it for everything. And so we've been using this for about a year, and it just lasts us. And so she just purchased more um, refills, and they're, like, $4. And I was like, what? So I was like, I can save money and save the planet? Absolutely. She's a woman, and she's a woman and a person of color? Absolutely. Like, I want to go ahead and 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 support that. And so um, th- that's just something that was so... Um, revolutionary to me because you can see that she's saving the planet and she's also trying to uh, reinvent the way that we we clean and and, uh, and our cleaning products. And so it's not just the product itself. Something that, you know, you have to do as an entrepreneur is also put that part of your internal brand, right? So advocate that, buy cleaning supplies just like that in the office space, whether you're an office, right, promote that, right, be like, okay, um, why don't we partner up with them and maybe if there's an incentive or, you know, that could be a Christmas um, gift or like a Christmas Santa situation or um, what is it called, like white elephant, um, you know, just have those products in the kitchen instead of like having paper towels and things that you, you know you can't do. Or maybe as part of, like, the orientation gift, have recycled water bottles and have, like, a water filter in the office so people can just use, instead of plastic cups, they can actually use their own water bottle and maybe have something where they can personalize it. They can put a sticker that has their name so that nobody misses um, it or gets confused, uh, you know, or um, kind of... um, loses it or whatever it is. So do you see what I just did there? So as an entrepreneur and as a person on top, it is so important for you to consistently advocate that in all aspects of your brand. Don't just identify it. Don't just be like, yes, it's part of our core values. It's on our website. It's on our freaking pamphlet. It's in the orientation. Whenever you start working with us, it's part of like, it's in our logo. No, people want to ask you, how are you actively you know, instilling these core values or even your mission right? When I used to go on interviews, the number one question that I would always ask is the environment, the company culture. And then I would also ask, you know, kind of like, what is your day to Like, what is your favorite part of the day? And, you know, and I would always ask that to the hiring manager or to the person that would potentially be my mentor or partner. Because a job interview is not just like, okay, yes, I need a job. You kind of have to treat it like a date where it's like, is this even good for me? And that question always landed me the job because it's like, this group girl you know she just doesn't want to be here for a paycheck like she's trying to think about how the team is and what the company culture is it's also putting them on the spot because depending on their answer how they answer it um you know how quickly they answer it how authentically they answer it what kind of answer they provide me that really showcases how much of you know whatever they're promoting out there on the on the job ad or whatever it is of whatever that they put out there is 100% authentic. So let's say that they're like, okay, yes, great company culture benefits. And if I ask them what is their favorite part of their day, and they're like, I love how, you know, I have a, a great balance. Like, I have a wonderful team where I feel like I'm supported. I have a great director. You know, I'm able to do a hybrid or whatever it is. Like, that to me is like, okay, they're really promoting the work-life balance they're really are like consistently proactively articulating that into their brand fantastic right and so everything that you do within your brand represents who you are because the people that work with you the people that work closest for you internally they're the people that can represent and speak for your brand especially if they're dealing with customer service they're like oh my god i love my job and they can automatically see it right and so no matter you know where you go in, in in terms of your business like I mentioned you can absolutely shift gears with your mission your products your service but the values are the number one trend or the number one strategy that will never go out of style in business and life people want to support you wherever you go whether you close up shop and you start a new business whether you you know, shift gears a little bit, but make sure that you consistently and proactively articulate that, not just on your website, not just on the job ad, not just on your marketing campaigns and in your products and being like, yes, we're eco-friendly, whatever it is. And we're all about the wellness culture, whatever it is, but also internally, because the people that are working for you are basically the people that give the insight scoop of like, yes, I love working for her. I love working for him because, like in, in the office, we're given all of these supplies or we're given resources for us to learn how to be eco-friendly, not just in the office, but also at home. Or um, we have like a, a compost situation outside of the office or whatever it is. So if we have leftovers, we can just dump it there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, or things like, like the water bottle situation or um, giving back to charity, but, like, there's an incentive for that, right? Like, having a Slack account or um, having those conversations and, and opening up that conversation, you know, and making sure that people also feel safe to bring it up because sometimes I think that if you're an intern or a coordinator and they see that sometimes they have a manager or they have, like, a director that's just super swamped, like, I don't know how you y'all are, but that's how I felt when I was, you know, in that position, I just felt like I could never really voice my opinion because I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a burden. And so you want to also make sure that you are creating a safe space where your people can come up to you and be like, oh my God, there's this new brand out there that is having these eco-friendly cleaning supplies. Can we purchase them? Can we invest in them? Can we find a way to support them in in whatever it is? Um, And creating that safe space for people to to consistently, and proactively, also uh, partake in, in in the values that you support. Does it make sense? Um, so that those that's basically um, what I wanted to talk about was you know what is the number one trend that will help you basically have a sustainable business, right? Um, it doesn't matter about the the TikTok, the the social media, you know whatever's going on. Things change. But something that doesn't change that should be consistent are the values that you believe in and that your brand believes in and that how you particularly articulate them consistently and proactively into every aspect of your brand. Um, Let's see something else that I wanted to talk about. So maybe some of you are like, okay, Lucy, I completely get it. Values are so important. I need to have them into my company, to every aspect. I'm going to get, like, my hands dirty this weekend. I'm going to get to work. Let's be honest. There are some owners, entrepreneurs, business people out there who, like, they are so into the facts and figures. So it's like, and then, so that's why you have partners because sometimes if you have a business partner, it's like, okay, that person is more on the creative side and the other one is more of logistics. Like sometimes you see that in partnerships or even in teams. And that's why people ask you like, are you more logistics or in the creative side? So let's say that you were an entrepreneur or even a business owner and you are so honest, like you know yourself and you're like, Lucy, I'm more of a logical person. I'm more of a salesperson in business. Like I can pitch whatever it is and I can sell it, but I just... I'm not that type of person where I can be running things like operational. I'm not organized. Like, let's be honest. I've met many owners or even entrepreneurs, um, directors, or even managers that are like that. They're so great at their job logistically, but they don't have, you know, that skill set to kind of manage a team or they're not really creative in that aspect. And like I mentioned previously, that is why it's so important to invest in hiring the correct people for your team. If you know that you're an entrepreneur and you're like, I'm fantastic in everything else, numbers, facts, figures, marketing, I can get any investor to, to basically support my brand. But I'm just not great in the creativity. I'm not great in instilling you know, the creative aspect into my brand or, you know, the operation side or just even being organized or being on top of it. I'm just not. And you're just 100% honest. That is 100% okay. We all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses as people, um, as people on top, people in leadership. Like we all have that. That's what kind of makes us very unique. But that's why you have a team and having those values even if you're not that kind of person where you're like okay Lucy I'm just not great in that that type of logistics you know I'm not I'm not great in that creativity or operations portion so what do I do Even if you're not that type of person, you still have values that you truly support, right? As a human being, as an entrepreneur, identify what those values are and hire the correct person that can really help you bring those values to life, that really can help you instill them in the best way authentically as possible um, and also consistently, whether it's an operations person, an HR person, a people and culture manager, whatever it is that they call it, a recruiting a person, um, you know, a hi- like uh, what what else are they called? Um, just like people in HR, people in human resources, people in operations, any anybody within that realm of that business. That is why you need to hire the correct person, and it's really important for you to articulate that and honestly to whoever that you're hiring and be like, listen. I can talk facts and figures here. I can, like, this is the vision that I have for my brand, but I need somebody to basically be the creative side of my brain, to basically bring those core values to life, because I feel like that's something that is a tremendous strategy that can really heighten what makes us different compared to competitors, and I need you to help me to really figure out how to bring those core values to life internally and externally. So that's why you have marketing people, that's why you have OFM, that's why you have operations people, just just anybody out there, right, that can really help you bring that creative side to life. So I hope that this episode helped you in terms of seeing, like, okay, Lucy, you talk so much about values, you talk about so much about values-based strategy within your business and it sounds blah, 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 but now I understand why it's so important because your values create your reputation. Like I mentioned, you can go anywhere. You can close up shop, you can shift gears, you can completely change your mission, your vision, your products, your service. But if people love what you stand for, people love your reputation, people know who you are as a brand, they will support you no matter where you go in life. And so I, I hope that this kind of gives you a different outlook or perspective of like of creating values as a number one trend that will never go out of style. It's basically like black or, or pearl, like wearing black. And that's something that will never go out of style. Right. Like that's just something that is. um I don't want to say vintage, but just very classic and something that will just go in it in any era, right? And so I just, I hope that this gives you perspective and kind of gives you a little bit of an understanding of why it's so important, why I'm so passionate about it, why, like why, what makes me so unique in in terms of my strategy is just focusing on those values. And I hope that it's also Helpful to you in your business, whether you're doing a brand audit right now, whether you're kind of shifting gears a little bit, maybe you're feeling a little bit lost in business and you're like, okay, I've been doing this for five years, but I just feel a little bit stuck. Reanalyze that mission statement, figure out what those words are in that mission statement that still resonates with you. And if none of those words resonate with you at all, go back to the list of your core values, right? And see, like, okay, these are more core values. This is still something that I stand for. And that is where you can basically create a brand new mission statement or new vision statement. It's basically like a guideline that will really help you navigate wherever you want to go in life in business and in your personal life, right? Like your core values most likely never changes, or if so, they still resonate with you. But you know, you can add things to the mix right? So I hope this episode was very helpful for you, especially as we're kind of counting down the the minutes, the days, the weeks towards the very end of the year and our shifting for 2022, don't forget to check out our TikTok episode where we where basically talk about why I'm not on TikTok and social media branding secrets for holiday e-commerce and obviously for 2022. If that's something that resonates with you or something that you know you need, um, I also talk about you know why a value-based marketing strategy was important or like why it's the conscience of your business. So feel free to check that out. That was basically two weeks ago, and um, if you have not caught up on all episodes of Bar Babble, make sure to press play and catch up with us because I am gearing up for season four. Um, if you do want to be, um, you know, be a guest and talk about any of the topics that we talked about in this season, whether it is values, whether it is personal development, whether it's business or even marketing, or just being a woman entrepreneur, or the struggles or anything like that, that we should talk about that you feel should revolutionize the conversations that, you know, should be be talked about online or even in business or in the world of marketing, in every episode in the, the description box below, there is a link for you to kind of submit an application for you to apply to be a guest. And so we can have a babble together. I would love to have you. We can have our cocktails, our mocktails virtually. We can have a conversation about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Or even if you have a um, topic request, there's also another link in the description box below that basically says like, what is something that you want to talk about? Do you have a question? Do you have a um, a specific topic about business, whether you're starting out, whether you're shifting gears a little bit, or even in marketing or strategy, or even personal development, maybe you're like, Lucy, I'm having a struggle, like I'm having a hard time right now, um, prioritizing things like I'm juggling so much right now, like, how do you do it? There was a a feed that I I was on and it basically was like, y'all was like, I need help. Like, how do you schedule in all of these things? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, do you have a paper agenda? Do you have a virtual agenda? So there's some, like, it doesn't matter. It could be like the smallest thing. Like we can create like any type of content and also make sure that you're following me at, on Instagram at old fashioned marketing, um, And, you know, send me a photo of your cocktails during this holiday season. But for the month of December, like I mentioned, I'm going to be basically talking about tips and tricks to really help you revolutionize your brand for 2022. So make sure that you're following me on social media. And if you do have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to shoot us a DM. Um, In the next couple of weeks, we're going to be having kind of like a post where if you do have questions about anything that we talked about and you want them to be answered freely, like a free consultation, wait for that post. Um, It's basically going to say like our gift to you is basically like what questions do you have about how to revolutionize your brand. We're going to be taking over and basically answering any questions that you have. But I want to hear from you. How are you using your values to basically revolutionize your business and revolutionize the world or industry that you're in? If so, feel free to create a TikTok, a reel or even an Instagram post and tag me on Instagram or Twitter or even on, on Facebook. And just let us know how you're revolutionizing the game in business, and in life. Cheers. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you love this conversation, make sure to give us five stars and leave a review so that we can continue to be a valuable resource for others just like you. Were you able to make it through the entire episode without answering any phone calls, texts, DMs, or tweets? Let the peeps know what you were up to. Take a screenshot of this show, share on your social media, or send a link of this episode so you can let the peeps know you are hanging out with Lucy at the virtual bar. As always, I want to take a moment of gratitude and thank you for listening and supporting our show. As you know, everything I create is made with a heart full of gratitude, Wi-Fi, and a little bit of whiskey. That's it for today's babble. Till next time.